Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! to the midway point to a work week. Jeff Safford filling in for Coulter Nuanez here on a Tuesday. we got Andrew Houghton behind the glass. Welcome in. Nuanez now, 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula, the ESPN MT app, and also on SWX Montana. was able to visit with some guys from SWX on Saturday, Dave Norman, cool to see those guys from SWX in person. Was We were both there on Saturday for the MSU um, University of Montana hockey game out there at Haynes Pavilion. So here we are here on a Tuesday, rocking and rolling. What do we got for you here on a Tuesday? Of course, it's Taglieri Tuesday, so you can look forward to winning some Taglieri Deli here on a Tuesday. Great deli. Two locations right here in the Garden City. Garden City. We also have two pairs of Lady Grizz tickets to give away for their game coming up on Thursday. And right off the top, text us 406-888-1029-406-888-1029 for your chance to win a Floco gift card. Florence Coffee Company, they've got some new late hours in a few of their locations till 8 o'clock. So if you want to win some Florence Coffee Company, I had a fantastic London Fog from them. Past time I had some Floco, not typically a matcha guy, but got rolling with some London Fog, and that was pretty good. So text us to win some Floco right now. Segment one, number one will be rocking and rolling with Coulter Nuanez, not with us here in studio today, but we'll record, we were able to record a Class AA Spotlight looking at high school hoops around the Garden City and state of Montana. Of course, the Class AA high school basketball tournament coming to Missoula. So we've been highlighting Class AA high school basketball specifically. So we'll hear about 20 minutes on that with Coulter Nuanez here in just a bit. Segment number two, real fun segment for myself, being the voice of the Missoula Paddlehead baseball team, Dave Lodwick and Harley Paw, two guys involved with high school baseball, Not to be confused with travel ball or legion ball, high school baseball. They are going to be coming in to try to put a light on high school baseball in around the Garden City, state of Montana. Of course, high school baseball was just integrated here in Montana last last year. So they're trying to raise some money for high school baseball. So we'll be talking to them in segment number two. Segment number three, myself and Andrew Houghton will be talking about the big game. 
come Sunday, heard Coulter Nuanez and Coach Marty Morningwig yesterday get rapping about the big game. Myself and Andrew Houghton will have a few things to say about the Super Bowl and the city of Las Vegas and its role in the sports world. Segment number four, Coulter Nuanez is back with his bi-weekly segment, The Business Angle, with Justin Angle, professor from the University of Montana. He'll be looking at the overlay of business and sports. Surely the Super Bowl will be a big subject of conversation there in that conversation. Maybe some T-Swift, who knows, with Justin Angle. Segment number five, another good tie-in for myself, being the voice of Montana Grizzly Hockey. Missoula Fire and Ice Hockey coming to the Glacier Ice Rink this weekend. So Brett Cuniff of the City Fire Department will be coming over here to talk about the Fire and Ice Hockey game. It will be taking place this Saturday. Should be a real fun night. It's the 12th annual Fire and Ice Hockey game. From what I've heard, they expect a packed barn out there in the Glacier Ice Rink just like Grizz Hockey. So we'll get all the ins and outs of that game coming up this weekend. And what you can expect to the hockey fun. Grizz Hockey, not at home this weekend. So you can still get your hockey fix with Fire and Ice on Saturday. That's your show outlook here on a Tuesday. Glad you're with us here in our studio at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. And now without further ado, let's go ahead and hear our Class AA spotlight, Coulter Nuanez. Breaking things down in Class AA hoops across the state of Montana. Time now for our Class AA Spotlight. Class AA Spotlight highlighting some of the big storylines from around Class AA boys and girls basketball. If you haven't heard, Class AA state tournaments are coming to the University of Montana here in Missoula at the Adams Center. First time since yours truly, Coulter Nuanas was a junior in high school that has been in Missoula. We've hosted some tournaments here uh, in Missoula, but not double A. As you know, there's uh, five high schools in Missoula, three of them, double A high school, Sentinel, Big Sky, and Hellgate, of course. Then you have a class B high school in Loyola and a class C high school in Valley Christian. The class A tournament was here a couple of years ago, and that was awesome. Uh, the boys' side of the tournament, Dougie Peoples, his unforgettable walk off buzzer beater to beat Lewistown. So there's been some cool moments lately, but it, it hasn't been the double A. So we wanted to get you as much information as we possibly can leading up to the double uh, A tournament. And uh, hopefully people embrace this as uh, a couple different uh, reasons. First of all, I think it's a great opportunity for us to display Missoula as a community. It's also a big boon for the community. I mean, you're going to talk, you're talking about eight to 10,000 people are coming to town to watch this tournament. It's a lot of extra revenue. You know, you're talking. People are staying in hotels, they're eating at restaurants, they're going out shopping in downtown Missoula. So uh, that's a great economic boon. It's a great opportunity for us to showcase what a cool town we have here in Missoula. And uh, it's also a great opportunity to support and, and showcase some of the great high school athletes from around the state. So we'll have 16 total teams in town. Eight on the girls' side, uh, eight on the boys' side. And uh, so every... every uh, Tuesday and Thursday here on Nuan is now leading up to the tournament, which, by the way, is March 7th through the 9th at the Adams Center. We will have Class AA spotlights highlighting some of the best storylines from around the league and around uh, the state of Montana. It's presented in part by Montana Imaging. Montana Imaging offers MRIs at half the price of the other guys, and they can get you in same day or the next day with a short wait time on results. Visit MontanaImagingCenter.com for more information. On Tuesdays, we're going to basically just do a, a Class AA scoreboard. What's gone on from the weekend that was? The way the high school basketball schedule is working out, and part of this is because of officiating. I don't want to go on a whole rant about officiating, but go read the Butte podcast article by Bill Foley today. Foley is a Butte guy. He's been refing ever since he got out of the sports writing biz. He still has his Butte podcast, and he still does his Tapper Light column, which is one of the most popular columns in the sports writing world around Montana. But it's about just it's not just about how short they are on refs, but how many refs have been officiating while they're hurt. Bill included. Poor guy pulled his calf. But here's where we're at. I mean, you're talking about guys and gals having to officiate games with pretty serious to sometimes really serious injuries because you can't get enough officials 
to do the games. This has also made the schedule way more spread out. Now we have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday games. That's not because of some sort of scheduling fluke. It's because they can't get enough officials to be ready to go on a Friday night or a Saturday night. They have to bump some games back to Thursdays or out to Mondays or out to Tuesdays. It's not quite a crisis yet, but it's an issue. So if you have the time, uh, the willingness, do it. It's a great way to be involved, great way to make some extra money. And, I mean, let's be honest. If there isn't officials, we can't have the games. So it's a a very important thing. I know I I should put my money where my mouth is, and I should go do it. The problem is, here on Nuanas Now, we are on the air from 4 to 6. That doesn't work very well when the games start at either 6 or 7. And uh, anybody that knows... Showing up late as the official or the umpire, it ain't happening. It's it's a really bad deal. That's all to say, that's why we're going to give you updates from Thursday, Friday, and Saturday's action leading up to uh, what went on the, the previous weekend. So we say previous weekend, we're talking about games from Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. A lot of these results, most of these results, we couldn't do it without our great friends at 406mtsports.com. They're doing a great job of compiling all the statistics and scores. They have their awesome full-court press, which is just a compilation of all of the high school results from each evening that there is high school basketball. This is, as Jeff Welch, our good friend, friend of the show, said, it's like drinking out of a fire hose three days in a row, but they're doing a good job of putting it all together. So here's what went down last Thursday around the wide world of uh, the Class AA. This is our Class AA Spotlight. It's proudly presented in part by Grizzly Disposal. Grizzly Disposal is locally owned and operated, and they support local high school sports all around Western Montana. Visit grizzlydisposal.com to get a free quote today. In boys' hoops last Thursday, Helena High takes down Helena Capital 52-46. Tevin Wetzel led the way for the Bengals. He had 16 points. No surprise. Helena got off to a really tough start because Wetzel was coming back from an injury that he suffered during football. Since he's been back, they've been great. They've won five out of six. Wetzel and Jackson Lieberg are two of the best athletes in the state. They're going to have Helena High there at the end. Helena's only 5-7 and seven overall, but they're 5-3 and three in conference play. And as I mentioned, they've won five out of six. So with Wetzel and Lieberg sort of leading the way, those guys, uh, Helena High is going to be a contender when it's all said and done. Great Falls CMR has been up and down in the east, but they had a nice win, 67-53. Dean Blair uh, had 17 points to lead the wrestlers past Billings Sr., and then Kalispell Glacier, they went across town against Kalispell Flathead. Noah Cummings has 20 points as Glacier beats Flathead 57-50. to So the Wolfpack now up to 5-2 and two in the West. Braves are really struggling. They're 0-11 overall. They're 0-7 in Western AA play. On the uh, girls' side from Thursday's action, Helena High on the girls' side, they're ranked number 5 right now, and that continued at least as of Thursday after they went across town against Helena Capital 47-34. Kylie Guardipi had 12 points to lead the Bengals, and then Avery Kraft, Ashley Koning had 10 each. Helena High now 7-1 in the West, 9-3 overall. In the crosstown, up in the flathead between uh, the Bravettes and the Wolfpack, Kalispell Flathead, who played for the state championship last year, they've struggled uh, this year, which has been sort of surprising because Kennedy Moore, their outstanding senior, she's one of the best players in the state. She hit a go-ahead bucket, though, in this one with 45 seconds left, and then the Bravettes were able to salt it away at the free-throw line. 54-48, Kalispell beats uh, Kalispell Glacier. That's the first Western AA win for Kalispell Flathead, and it, it drops the Wolfpack to 1-6 and six out west. And then the final game from Thursday from AA, Missoula Big Skies girls, they have officially swept the crosstown. They went 2-0 each against Missoula Hellgate and Missoula Sentinel. They're the number two team in the state after a 53-31 win over Sentinel. Audrey Hale, 22 points for the Eagles as they moved to 11-1, 8-0 in Western AA play. Sentinel had won four out of five headed into that game, so uh, Sentinel had a tough start, but then it had got it cooking a little bit but they ran into a buzzsaw. Big Sky's girls are a true contender. They have a lot of weapons, whether it's Hale or Cadence Couture, Sadie McQuinn, Avery DeCoit. Uh, they're a really explosive team, and uh, now 8-0 in Western AA play and the city champions of uh, the Garden City. It's our Western AA Spotlight, probably presented in part by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank is Montana's brand of banking. Stockman Bank has more than 40 locations around Montana, 
They're in Montana, only in Montana, and they plan on keeping it that way. Let Stockman Bank show you Montana's brand of banking today. Let's take a look at Friday night's action from around the uh, the AA world. This is Friday, uh, February 2nd. That's last Friday for those keeping track at home. This is Nuanas Now, by the way, on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Top-ranked Bozeman, they had their hands full with Billings West. That's a rivalry game. Uh, those two teams definitely don't like each other, a healthy level of animosity. But Bozeman, they uh, they got challenged. They were only up two at halftime, and they are only up five headed into the final quarter. But they are able to close it out. They beat West 63-55. How about Kellen Harrison? This guy, this guy needs more offers, man. I know it's not just about offers. It's not just about going to college. He is having a, a dream senior year, though. Gatorade Player of the Year in football. Five total touchdowns in the state championship game. He was our uh, Class AA Vertical Rays Player of the Year as well. And leads Bozeman to an undefeated football season. Well, now the Hawks, they're 13-0 in basketball, 9-0 in Eastern AA play. Harrison had 28 points for Bozeman uh, against Billings West. Really impressive effort by him. He got an offer from Carroll College Hoops the other day, but I, I just think this kid's big time. I think he's big time in, in, in football and basketball. I know he's, he's uh, a little bit slight. But he's a young guy, so he's still growing into his body. So I, he's just—he's a—he's a gamer, man. He just knows how to perform on the biggest stage. Rocky Lencioni was head of the Castle Play wide receiver. Uh, he also had a big game. He had 19 points for the Hawks as they uh, emerged past Billings West. That crosstown game between Big Sky and Sentinel that we talked about Thursday—that was the lone game of the evening for the crosstown. It wasn't a doubleheader like sometimes that we have. But then the, the boys' version played out Friday night at Big Sky's gym, and Sentinel goes into Big Sky, gets a big win, 47-41. Future Grizz athlete, uh, football player Grady Walker, he has 18 points to lead the Spartans, and they moved to 3-6 and six in Western AA play, 7-6 and six overall. The Eagles now 5-7 and seven overall, 2-6 and six in Western AA play. Big Sky's just young. They're, they're, they, uh, I said last week they're a team that had improved because they'd won a couple games in a row, and they have improved. Uh, it's just a matter of trying to to find their feet. They're gonna have a hard time against some of the more veteran teams uh, in the uh, the West and, and in the state. Number two, Missoula Hellgate. They keep on rolling. They were the they are the defending state champs, and they are off to yet another great start. They lost six seniors last year, including Connor Dick, Donovan Headswift. They haven't missed a beat. They had another big win over Butte, seventy four forty two. Easton Sant, eighteen points as the Knights moved to nine and zero. In uh, Western AA play and 12 and 1 overall. Butte now 4 and 4 in the West, 6 and 6 overall. Spencer Whalen and Zane Gilhouse each had 13 points. Parker Link had 12 for Hellgate. Gilhouse and Link both only sophomores. So Hellgate's doing this with uh, a pretty young roster. Sant is a junior. Gilhouse, Link, uh, Evan Pyron. There's several other sophomores that are playing a lot of good basketball right now for, for uh, Missoula Hellgate. So they are uh, off to a great start. Then final boys result from Friday night, Bozeman-Gallatin, who's number three in the state. They take uh, Billings-Skyview's number five in the state. That game goes to overtime. The Raptors emerge, 66-59. Grant Vegan, the head coach, uh, the son of head coach Brent Vegan, Montana State head football coach Brent Vegan, he had 20 points, and Jacob Sanju had 17 for the Raptors. They're now 6-2 and two in the East and 10-2 and two overall. Skyview was into the top five for the first time this year, and then they lost two straight this weekend, the second one coming up. But uh, Gallatin remains uh, a top contender in AA. Pretty impressive to see the rise of uh, bozeman Gallatin sports in general in the sort of uh, early years of their high school. Friday night, Class AA girls. Missoula Hellgate had a tough start, but they've been winning more lately. They down Butte 48-41. They were down five points entering the fourth quarter, but they had a 15-3 run to flip that on its head. That win moves Hellgate to 5-4 and four in the West, 7-6 and six overall, while the Bulldogs fall to 3-5 and five out West, 6-6 six and six overall. Chloe Larson, a familiar name, she had 17 points to lead the Knights. Billings West, the defending state champs on the girls' side, they get 18 points from Brooklyn Pierce, and they have a nice 61-36 win over Bozeman. West is 6-2 and two in the East and 10-2 and two overall. The Hawks really struggling. They're 0-10 so far this season. And then the final Friday night result, Billing Skyview, 53, Bozeman Gallatin, 49. So that's number one over number three. Brianna Williams, the difference maker again. What an unbelievable senior year this young lady's having. She is uh, headed to Maryland. She's got recruited by everybody in the country. 
and you can see why. She had 31 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, and 3 blocks. And Skyview remains undefeated. They're 8-0 out in the East and 12-0 overall. Brianna Williams, absolutely as advertised. Watch out for Bozeman Gallatin, though. They are an upstart team to take Skyview down the wire like that. Uh, Gallatin's going to make some noise on the girls' side. Jada Davis, one of the best power guards in the league. She's only a sophomore. She had 13 points. And Ava Overgaard had 13 points as well for the Raptors. But they fall to 5-2 and two out east and 8-3 and three overall. It's our Class AA Spotlight here on Nuanas now. Class AA Spotlight brought to you by Jewelry Design Center. Jewelry Design Center has been around the Pacific Northwest since 1977, but they have a new showroom here in Missoula, and they're so happy to be back in the state of Montana. Now, a good friend of mine, Brian Toon, former Grizz defensive lineman. He is the president and CEO of Jewelry Design Center. He's a second-generation jeweler, learned the craft from his father. What they can do for you is in the name. They can design you custom-made jewelry. I had a beautiful custom-made ring designed for my wife right before my wedding. She absolutely loves it so much care so much detail it's an awesome place with incredibly friendly service and their mission no matter what is to make sure that when you enter their store or you're shopping online that you leave satisfied no matter what period it's the largest full service jeweler in the entire northwest they carry any and all the biggest brands and best designers if you want to have something custom made brian and his team can absolutely do that for you too he's a genius when it comes to sketching up the designs and getting you exactly what you want if you're in and around missoula for the class double a tournament swing into the jewelry design center great place to spend some time check out their unbelievable inventory they have so much beautiful stuff in there if you're in around missoula march 7th through the 9th for the class double a state boys and girls basketball tournament swing into the jewelry design center jewelry design center is now open located at 2501 brook street in missoula jewelry design center proud to present the class double a spotlight a couple times a week each week here on nuana's now jewelry design center your jeweler for life let's take a look at some of saturday's results from across the class double a landscape on the boys side Billing Senior, they take care of business against Great Falls, 62-41. Chase Bad Bear has 15 points to lead the Bronx. They're now 4-5 and five out east. The Bison are struggling. They're 1-8 in eastern play, 2-11 overall. I mentioned that Bozeman High had a pair of wins. Well, the other one, they drill Billing Skyview. I mentioned Skyview had a pair of losses. So Skyview comes into the top five for the first time last week. Then they got to play number three. Gallatin and number one, Bozeman. They lose them both. I don't know how much you should hold the, the, that against the Falcons. I mean, two of the best, probably four teams in the state. But uh, a resounding win for the Hawks. 76-42 over building Skyview. Kellen Harrison keeps on ball at 17 points for the Hawks senior. Champ Weinhart had 13 points. Cash Every 12 uh, for the Hawks. Zakai Owens had 11 points to lead building Skyview, but they fall to 5-4. and four. Out east, 7-6 and six overall, and uh, Bozeman 13-0, including nine straight in Eastern AA play. The other game from Saturday, number three, Bozeman-Gallatin. Nice weekend for them. They beat number five, Skyview, and then number four, Billings West. 65-64 is the final score as Bozeman-Gallatin takes, Bozeman takes out the Golden Bears. Mac Moline had 17 points for the Raptors as they moved to 7-2 and two in Eastern AA play, and they drop. West to five and four out, east eight and five overall. And then finally, the class double A girls from Saturday night. Billings West, they get past Bozeman Gallatin. Actually, they blow past Bozeman Gallatin 53 36. So that's the fourth ranked Golden Bears over the third ranked Raptors. So tough one for Bozeman Gallatin as well. They have to play Skyview and West in a single weekend, and they lose both of them. Those are two of only their three Eastern double A losses. So they're probably falling the polls, but, uh, Probably pretty good learning lessons for the Raptors. West, though, they are the defending state champs. Courtney Grossman, who's headed to Eastern Washington on a basketball scholarship, she had 14 points to lead the way for the defending champs. And then the final score from uh, Saturday night from Double A, Great Falls CMR, 60 Belgrade, 10. Rima Pace had 14 for the wrestlers, and Riley Mayers had 11. CMR is now 6-3 and three out east. They're up 40-0 to zero at halftime. Man, brutal. Panthers are winless. They're 0-12, including 0-8 out east. Our Class AA Spotlight is proudly presented in part by Paradise Falls. Paradise Falls is a great place to gather with family and friends alike. If you want to watch Class AA action leading up to the state tournament or you're in and around Missoula for the state tournament, it's a great place for families. They got breakfast, lunch, and dinner, super diverse menu, 
And they also will be streaming the games. They can stream any game anytime. So anytime there's high school basketball on, you go down to Paradise Falls, they'll put it on one of their big screen TVs. they got more than 20 of them. But especially during the state tournament, if you just want to get out of the arena for a minute, go get some grub, go to Paradise Falls. They'll have all the action on the TVs. So it'll be a great place to, to keep pace and follow along with the Class AA tournament. Paradise Falls located on the south side of town, 3621 Brook Street, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Also have to say thanks to Florence Coffee Company. Florence Coffee Company has locations all over the state. So no matter where you are, you can get a delicious coffee, a lotus, or a smoothie. Floco is proud to sponsor the Class AA basketball coverage. Need a lift at the end of the day? Florence Coffee Huts on South Reserve and Brook Street are now open till 8 p.m. That's right. You can swing in anytime until 8, including Monday through Friday from 4 to 8 p.m. And if you swing in between 4 and 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, you're going to buy one, get one free at either of those stops, South Reserve or uh on Brook Street, Monday through Friday, Florence Coffee on Brooks or the new location on South Reserve. Stop in today or go to FlorenceCoffee.com. And if you want free Floco, we got it for you right now. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Text us right now. We got free Florence Coffee Company for us, for you, and, and for us too. I've just been drinking Floco like it's my job lately. Got a new baby in the house, you know, need to stay caffeinated. Florencecoffee.com or text us 406-888-1029. We got free Floco for you. Class AA Spotlight, thanks to all of our fine sponsors. And thanks so much to you for listening. Let's learn about some high school baseball. I got some distinguished guests to teach us about all the ins and outs. Plus, what do the fundraising efforts look like to fund this thing? Jeff Safford, Andrew Houghton, and a couple special guests will join us next. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. Welcome back in. One is now ESPN Radio. Paying a little homage right there, coming back. Rest in peace, Toby Keith. Not really a huge country guy myself. This one's more of a nostalgic one for me. Just thinking back to, just personally, myself in my college dorm room. My my good friend at the time and roommates, he was a big country music guy listening to Zach Brown and Jimmy Buffett, um, Old Dominion. He was kind of all over the place with country. And one guy he really enjoyed was Toby Keith, and he would just have memories just sitting in that little cram, little room. You know, he can almost reach over and hold hands with Foff, was his last name, and you know, almost hold hands with the guy, and he used to love listening to that song. So just hearing him pass just kind of brought me back. So rest in peace, Toby Keith. Rolling along here in Nuanas now, ESPN Radio 102.9, the ESPN MT app. Just finished up the Class AA Spotlight looking at some high school basketball. If you want to go to a college basketball game, we've got tickets for the Lady Grizz for you this Thursday night, Dahlberg Arena. If you want some Lady Grizz basketball tickets, why don't you call Andrew Houghton right now, 406-888-1029. Caller number three for Lady Grizz basketball tickets. Call Houghton in the back right now to get some ticks, 406-888-1029. And opening up segment number two, if you're watching us on SWX or the ESPN MT app, you can see a couple of guests with me. We're about to talk 
some baseball. It might be a little too early to be thinking about hitting the ball where we're talking with the, or I should say we're messing around with the cutthroats, as I said on a radio call Paddlehead Baseball last summer. But to highlight some high school baseball in the state of Montana, joining me is Dave Lodwick and Harley Paw, two guys very involved with high school baseball here in the Garden City. Guys, thanks for joining us. How are we doing on a Tuesday? No, the, the diamond might have some ice and snow still on it, but never too early to start getting excited for some dingers, right? Well, they're getting ready down in uh, Arizona and Florida. There we go. Yeah, pitchers and catchers not too far right. away. Yep, the sun was out today, so right. we're getting closer. That's right. Closer. Temperatures in the 40s, and you being a couple of baseball guys, talking about this a little bit off air, today is Babe Ruth's birthday. If you could ask Babe Ruth one thing about hitting mechanics, what would you ask him? What a great question. Um, what do you see or how do you pick up the ball when it comes out of the pitcher's hand? I'm asking, where is he looking at? That's a good one. I like that. I'd ask him how he was able to swing a bat that heavy being that drunk most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or I know he used to like himself some brewskis and hot dogs. Some, yes. His his diet was a little different than what you see from Giancarlo true, Stanton, let's just say. He was a true athlete of his era. <laughs> Babe Ruth, not sure how old he would have been today, but of course... Knew how to hit a baseball, that's for darn sure. Now, guys, you come in thinking about high school baseball, first season last year of high school baseball, not to be confused with Legion, Babe Ruth, or travel ball, that sort of thing. What did you guys see in year one with high school baseball that you enjoyed? Well, we didn't really have it, of course, here in Missoula, um, but we, as um, the summer drag along, we started to wonder why baseball wasn't a part of Missoula, right, as it being approved by MHSA um, the year prior to. So we started trying to figure out how we were going to get there and how to get baseball to come to Missoula, right? Well, we were definitely paying attention. It was kind of neat to see that, you know, most of the baseball being played at the high school level in the inaugural season last year was here on the western part of the state. Sure. Uh, culminating with Polson winning the state championship. And so we were aware of, of what was going on. We were getting more and more curious. And really where this all started was Harley and I, uh, we both have sons who are teammates uh, on the Missoula Mavericks. And we were sitting around the press box, and uh, it just came up like, When's Missoula going to get their high school teams? And there really had been no movement since MHSA had approved it, and there had been initial discussions by our school board. Other than that, it had just not had any traction at all whatsoever. And your role in this is a big thing, is looking at the lofty goal that you have in terms of fundraising. Is that really the biggest focus that you have right now, trying to build baseball in Missoula? Yeah, I mean, that was, it's part two. Part one was getting the approval, which we were able to get in November, which in 23, which was great. So, yeah, so we have a lofty goal of trying to meet uh, $150,000 by November 1st. The school district did give us a couple of interim milestones that we need to meet as well, or at least try to get to, so. Yeah, I, we should probably give a shout out. So. Harley and I, and then a couple of other parents, uh, Missy and Amanda and Tim, uh, we formed this small group in early September <clears throat> to try and find out exactly what needed to happen so that high school uh, baseball could get implemented here in Missoula. And th there was so much work put in by this group of parents that, that got us to that point, uh, just I don't want to use the word hounding, but we hounded the school district mm -hmm. and uh, until we were finally put on uh, a meeting agenda in November for a school board meeting here. And that's when the board passed it. It was a five to four vote uh, to start high school baseball. And they put it back on us and said, well, we're going to aim to start spring of 2025. Uh, that first year, all the funds need to be fundraised by the community, by the parents. And then after 2025, 
it'll become budget neutral and the school district will pay for it. And so we walked out of that meeting in November feeling a tremendous victory because we had gotten to the place where now all three of our local high schools, uh, our class AA high schools are going to be uh, rolling out high school baseball along with the rest of the state. But now the heavy lift is hit where we, along with this community, need to come up with that 150000 That That 150000 basically breaks down to $50,000 of startup costs for all three of our high schools, Hellgate, Big Sky, and Sentinel. And that makes a lot of sense, thinking about your starting baseball programs off fresh because there's a lot of things that are needed to start a baseball team you know baseballs cleats to bats all of it's not cheap so it is quite the undertaking to take on and this is all so much in the infancy as you guys mentioned but what have you seen specifically that's been something maybe we've seen player engagement or parents that's been something that's been rewarding for you? Dave, you want to take that one? Well, I, I would say the most heartwarming moment in this whole process came at that school uh, board meeting back in November. There was a number of parents that got up and spoke to advocate mm-hmm. for high school baseball, but there was about 12 high school students, boys, that got up there and, and they spoke directly to the school board asking for them to give them the opportunity, uh, the ability to go and play for their school. And that was that was a big deal. That yeah, was a really big, big deal. deal. And uh, it, it, this entire process so far, nothing uh, motivated me or felt more rewarding than seeing that play out that night. Yeah, I would say that it definitely came down to the kids, right? And their, how they felt and why they weren't feel like they were being you know represented as far as why can't we have high school baseball right so just to see them come in stand in you know in front of the school board and speak to them i mean kudos to them and it it was awesome it's cool scene dave lodwick and harley paw with us here on swx montana tv the espn mt app as well as espn radio missoula advocating for high school baseball here in the state of montana Now, I started in my first full-time job in sports radio here in the state of Montana, was up north on the High Line starting in 2019, was there for a couple of years, and the first baseball team I actually covered mentioned my link to the Paddleheads. Actually, the first baseball team I ever had any interaction with here in the state was the Haver North Stars, a American Legion baseball team. And you mentioned the Mavericks. Folks are very familiar with that brand of baseball. And travel ball, also another aspect of it, or across the country, you can see a lot of different travel ball teams. They're typically paying to play, where high school baseball is a whole different genre. How, give some pros and cons to to both, and what you see high school baseball being different, or maybe kind of try to iron out the differences between the two worlds of baseball. I'll, I'll go. I, I think... There's this misconception that Legion uh, isn't in favor of high school baseball, that they see it as competition. And just to kind of set the record straight, from our perspective, uh, the the board of directors for the Mavericks has been behind it all the way. And we've been so thrilled to see them embrace it and understand the value that it has. I I moved here 11 years ago. Uh, Before I moved here, I... Uh, coached high school baseball out in Washington, Oregon for about 10 years. And, you know, so it was, it was a little bit of a shock when I moved out to Montana and found out that we didn't have high school baseball. That was su- such a curious thing to me. Uh, I grew up in Washington, and so you did both. You played high school, and then you rolled into American Legion after the high school season. And that was always kind of my frame of reference. Um, the, the reason why high school baseball is, is such a good component to the Legion programs, which are successful programs we have across the state, it it simply gives more opportunity to more students in that high school age demographic to participate in the game of baseball. Last year, uh, on our three local Legion teams uh, with the Mavericks, the AA, the A, and the B, they carried 48 players amongst all three. Uh, When you do the math, you look around and say, well, okay, we we could easily increase that number to 120 high school students across three high schools here in Missoula to keep them playing uh, in the game of baseball uh, as they get older. Most kids right now 
without having high school baseball, they typically walk away from the sport after their 12-year-old season in Little League. Uh, They start to pick a different sport over there because the options to play that sport get real limited after that uh, once they're kind of past the majors level in Little League. Yeah, it all makes sense. And you're right. Thinking about, you know, you get to a certain age where you start to take certain sports a little bit more seriously. I knew that was the case for me growing up where you kind of dabbled around in a number of different sports, but then you kind of started to fixate. Okay, I'm my case, I'm a golfer and a basketball player. And if you don't have access to the sport for a large chunk of time, it's kind of hard to get good at the sport and probably it's tough to get a kid excited about the game if he can't play it. Yeah, I would say that one of the positives is when MHSA did approve baseball, there was a huge influx of kids that came back to play. And my kid was still, my younger son, and Dave's younger son was still in Little League at the time. And you could hear the buzz, right? And so huge momentum. We caught, lost a little bit of that last year, but then I think we regained it once we started going to the school board meetings. We started picking up steam with baseball again, but um, I think it's back, and, and now kids have a vision that 2025 in the spring, when they become a freshman, or even an eighth grader, actually, eighth graders can try out. Um, boy, just brings some renewed hope for some of those kids, which is awesome. Having high school baseball, in all honesty, it will help kids stay in Little League all the way up through middle school until they hit high school, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a lot more cost-effective. You know, Hartley and I both, our our sons played travel ball on different teams and, you know, playing for the Mavericks. There's a high dollar value that goes with that, that if we're being honest, a lot of families just can't afford that, Uh, whether it's travel ball or or moving into Legion ball. uh, It can seem really daunting when you see those numbers. And so, for families to know that, oh, wait a second, my kids can keep just playing Little League, you know, at the intermediate and juniors level uh, until they get into high school and just simply pay the high school athletic fee if they make the team. That, it, it compels people to stay in the sport a little bit longer now um, because it just creates a, a better pathway, a, a more opportunities for them. Dave Lodwick and Harley Paw talking some high school baseball. I'll give them a f- couple more questions here and get them on their way. Now you've been... Talking about the Missoula community at length, excuse me, and uh, been talking about Zootown at length, but are you going to try to reach out to any other communities around the state of Montana to kind of get other groups of folks kind of on board on this kind of just journey of high school baseball in the state? Because it would seem like everybody's in the same boat as you, just trying to get momentum behind it and everything else. Yeah, I would just say that Billings did approve it, uh, which is great. And uh, we believe that maybe Kalispell is not too far behind. Um, Helena, Great Falls, Bozeman, I think, are a little sticking points right now. Um, But we are kind of working with the Mavs organization as well to try to make some contact and see what the temperature is to see because, again, you know, all those cities have Legion teams, and if we're playing high school baseball, they got nowhere to play, too. So, you know, the fact that they are willing to jump on is probably more of a reality than, than anything. It's just timing, right? I think uh, people may not understand this or know this, but there's actually a letter of agreement uh, in between American Legion and uh, the MHSA that if your local high schools have high school baseball, your Legion team can't start until the end of the state tournament. And so it it was able to roll out with a few AA schools last year, such as Butte, Belgrade, uh, but they only have a single school. Uh, so having multiple schools made it a little bit more complex here. But that uh, now, now that Missoula and Billings are moving forward with high school baseball, knowing that those Legion programs will have to be pushed back in 2025, their start of their season until after the state tournament, uh, that creates more pressure across the rest of the state with other uh, cities that have multiple AA high schools in them. Dave Lodwick and Harley Paw, last question for them. You've been touching on the lofty goal of $150,000 trying to raise it for high school baseball. What can folks do to get involved to try to take on this mountain to climb? 
Well, I the first thing coming up uh, on Wednesday night, the 21st of this month, we're going to have a community meeting to talk about uh, our first major fundraiser push to get towards uh, this goal. That'll happen at 6 o'clock p.m. Uh, at Waypoint Church over on Higgins, right by Hellgate High School. Uh, so if you're out in the community, you're listening to this, you want to get involved, help raise funds for your kids. Maybe they're not in high school yet, but you know that uh, it's going to be there. You want it to be there for them when they get there. Come on out, be a part of that meeting, uh, and we'll talk more about uh, our fundraisers, including uh, a vertical raise that we're going to be doing initially. Yep. Yeah, the vertical raise is um, going to be happening starting on that night. It's going to run for three weeks. And then we're going to have probably one, maybe two more of those. Um, but we're also going to be having some other fundraising nights at some of the local restaurants and also um, pint nights, things like that. So we're working with the Paddleheads as well to do some 50-50 raffles. So if anybody wants to get a hold of us, we're at MissoulaHSBaseball at gmail.com. And also, uh, we have a Facebook page, which is a private page, or private group, sorry, but it's Parents for Missoula High School Baseball. Um, tap us, and uh, we'll get you involved. We'd love to have more people from the community come on out and help us. It's probably good everybody understands, too, that we're raising directly for Missoula County Public Schools. So this yeah. isn't going to another organization and then there. We are raising directly for them. And so if anybody out there wants to contribute now, uh, you can easily just send a check-in or, or walk it into the business office of Missoula County Public Schools uh, with whatever that donation is. You can earmark it uh, in the memo section by simply writing baseball, uh, and that'll get applied to that fundraising goal that we have. Well, good stuff. Dave Lodwick and Harley Paw. I've spent so many great nights at the ballpark during the summers at Allegiance Field, Ogren Park, as the voice of the Paddleheads. So baseball surely holds a special place in my heart. And, and who knows, maybe a future Paddlehead is going to be lacing them up here for one of the Missoula high schools come soon. But Dave and Harley, thanks for spending some time with us here today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Keeping us rolling here on Nuanas now, talking some Super Bowl when we return on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula, SWX Montana, the ESPN MT app. We're more back with more after this. Bringing you close to the end of the first hour here, 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana, as well as the ESPN MT app. Andrew Houghton behind the glass today. I'm Jeff Safford. Hearing plenty from Coulter Nuanez still on a Tuesday. Get you started in the next hour, Tag Tuesday, Taglieri Tuesday. But... To wrap up our number one, we'll bring in Andrew Houghton. Ask a few. Don't have too much time. Got to get out because our number two got a lengthy conversation about the Super Bowl coming with Justin Angle, the business angle with Coulter Nuanez coming in our number two. But just a few kind of fun, broad questions I was thinking about for Houghton today. I'll give my thoughts on these also about the Super Bowl, thinking about the matchup between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Now, when you think these big game matchups, you think sometimes it comes from an unlikely source, a big moment. Think the NBA, Robert Horry seemed to make a career doing that, where it seemingly he was he was always a pretty solid NBA player, but when the lights were the brightest, Robert Horry was there, whether it was with the Lakers or the San Antonio Spurs. And there's been a number of guys like that in the NFL also in the Super Bowl. Thinking about my favorite team, the Green Bay Packers, Desmond Howard, known as a Heisman Trophy winner, obviously, but not so much as an NFL guy except for the huge night he had in 1996. I'm sure Marty Mortingwig, if he's listening, he probably still thinks Desmond Howard quite often in his mind for the night he had out in New Orleans that night. David Tyree, another guy from... The New York Giants seemingly never heard his name again after that crazy catch he had against the New England Patriots. But the guy I was looking at is a player maybe down the list that maybe could have this huge moment in the Super Bowl for Kansas City. I thought, as he's known, MVS, 
Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I know him, again, a former Packer, a guy that can really take the top off the defense, and really that seemingly is the only route he can run, is a go route with all that speed. But you never know, could catch lightning. Andrew, do you have a guy that might be kind of like a under-the-radar, not Patrick Mahomes or George Kittle type of player that could maybe provide a whoa type of moment in this game? Well, Jeff, you asked me the question, and my mind instantly swung to the other side to somebody from the 49ers, right? Just because they have so much top-line talent, and you're talking about Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle and Debo Samuel and every all of those guys, well, they've got some, some great talent that doesn't get talked about a ton either. How about a guy like Brandon Ayuk? I know he's a bigger name than Marquez Valdez-Scaling. He's still what? The third receiver on that team? I, yeah, and you would still, I would still think of him as, if he's on almost any other team in the NFL, he would be your top-rung receiver. Absolutely. Talent-wise, yes. So, so maybe that's cheating a little bit just because the 49ers are, are so good. Um, but, but maybe a guy like that, maybe uh, somebody else from the 49ers. What about a little Cal Juszczyk? See, they, I like they that. like to go to him down by the goal line. Yes, and, and Kyle Juszczyk, Juszczyk, as he's known in the Bay Area, is a guy that steps into a lot of different roles. You know, you'll see him lined up as a tight end, see him lined up in the backfield, and he's just kind of that guy that can provide a big boost of momentum. It seems like whenever he catches the football on a drive, it gives the Niners a little bit of momentum. So I like that idea. Use check. Now thinking about a player, well I guess maybe we'll get to some more Super Bowl content throughout the week as we are up against it now. 1029 ESPN Radio. Live radio folks. Gotta keep it rolling. Going into hour number two with Justin Angle, the business angle. We'll have plenty more on the Super Bowl and taking in a little bit of a business aspect. We'll also talk some hockey in hour number two, so stick with us on 102.9 ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 